And now, PureFandom.com presents another episode of Brad and Court Talk. Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to another Pure Fandom Podcast of Brad and Court Talk. I'm Brad. And I'm Court. Welcome back to The Expanse, you guys. Um, it's It's been a while, right? Yeah, for the Expanse, us covering The Expanse and us actually talking. <laughs> it's been a while. Both. Well, Both. it's been longer for The Expanse part. This is true. Like, we've been busy with other things. Ah, yes. Yeah, so much other things. So many things. Working from home. Um, avoiding the plague. Um, getting a puppy. Lifting heavy weights. All sorts of things. So many things. Oh, uh, creating with your hands. Yes, making things out in the garage uh, <laughs> on stuff. Yeah, it's been a lot of stuff going on here. Yeah, I'm kind of upset with myself that I don't have Facebook anymore because I can't see all the things that you're creating because I, I want to buy them all. You know, I just put it on Instagram and then tag it on Facebook. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> that's, all right, cool, that's cool, cool. That's how I do everything. I'm just like, I yeah, whatever. All right, that works better for me. Because otherwise, I was gonna have to call Tracy. Like Tracy, help! But now you got to come like, back to. I could get an Etsy. <laughs> yeah, now you got to come back to Facebook because you got to go on the Brandon Court Talk Facebook group. Yeah, that or you will do it for me, and like I'll be there in spirit. Okay. Like I took a break from Facebook, and it's been peaceful. I want to do it. Granted, I haven't taken. See, you. It's like what you did with Twitter. Uh-huh. I did that with Facebook. Oh, okay. All right. So oh, find each other. <laughs> well, let's get. Before we uh, jump off track anymore, just want to remind everybody, go check us out over at purefanma.com, and you can find our full playlist of recaps and interviews over there, and at soundcloud.com as well. Um, also, be sure to check out some of the other great writers over at Pure Fandom. If there's a show or movie you love, someone over there is writing something amazing about it. And, Kurt, how can the good people reach us? They can't find me on Facebook or you on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> That's that. Uh- <laughs> they can they can email us at brandcourttalk at gmail.com. I'm still on Twitter. I'm Jen Dev. Um, I'm on Instagram, but I don't, I'm not on there too, too much. He is on Instagram posting all kinds of wonderfulness. He's Ramblin' Brad. Um, you can find some of our Pure Fandom Facebook groups over on Facebook still. Uh, there is a huge and very lovely Van Helsing Facebook group over there um, where they are still engaging about the show and sharing art and things and just getting really pumped for whenever the show eventually returns. Definitely it has to happen in 2021, right? Right, exactly. Yeah, because it's the final season, and I know they had dropped some news for from um, like New York Comic Con, like uh, the uh, uh, online one that we got this year because of the plague. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, we also have our regular peer fan on Facebook group where you got folks over there talking about anything and everything under the sun. Um, again, I'm not there right now, but I'm there with you guys in spirit. It's a wonderful, beautiful place. Right. So if you're still on Facebook, go over there. Yep. But yeah, you go on Instagram. You can see me. I'm uh, Ramblin' Mered there. And I have, uh, currently, I have uh, pictures of uh, our little Trixie uh, puppy that we just got. And then there's me lifting heavy weights. I did a 425-pound uh, deadlift last week. and Tell them about your new art. And yeah, I got making all sorts of stuff on the CNC machine. I'm currently making this present for Christmas for somebody that I will have pictures up on um, the website uh, on Instagram after Christmas because I just don't want to put it out there beforehand because I know they watch right. my Twitter. I mean my Insta. But hey, if you like Harry Potter, you'll pretty much dig this. Absolutely. I think I've seen it already. Yep. So good. Yep, you saw it. I'm making all sorts yeah. of things, so getting there. So good. All right. Um, 
So there's all the things. That's where you can find us. And Brett already told you to go ahead and check out PureFandom.com um, itself. Uh, there are still recaps and interviews happening, even though our TV uh, landscape has been um, just a little minimized thanks to the plague. But a lot of our shows actually come back in January. So um, we'll be back uh, full time. And we're doing The Expanse for right now. And we'll also be covering CBS All Access is The Stand. Yepers, that we will. You can find that right now, actually. It'll be up the same time this is. Yes. And if you want to hear me talk more or like more than this, uh, you can also find me chatting with the ladies over at Geek Girl Soup. Um, I still do a weekly podcast with them. Uh, we actually started way back when like the whole panorama started back in March. And we have been talking like almost every week. So, um, yeah. And I've also um, been helping out with, uh, what's that thing? The Sears TV uh, drama. Have you been watching um, or listening to that? Um, Scott has this whole countdown he's been doing with the best TV episodes or drama episodes of all time. No, I missed that one. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, He pulled me in for an episode for The Good Wife. And of course, for our favorite Firefly. And instead of episode, we we, d- we did talk about like what was the ultimately the best episode, and you can probably guess what it was. Um, but we also talked about like the show overall and Serenity. Hmm. Awesome. Yeah. All right. So, well, how about we just jump into the expanse and get this done? Yeah, let's definitely do that. Like a comet or an, uh, a big rock heading towards Earth. <laughs> I mean. Make sure you watch Greenland. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. Same thing. <laughs> Same thing. <laughs> and for those who don't know, that's the new uh, disaster movie with Gerard Butler. And Inara from Firefly. Oh, yeah, that's right. Hmm. Yeah. All right. So, but bringing it back to meteorites and things and things crashing to Earth. So, uh, this week, season five of The Expanse finally, finally came back to Amazon Prime. And um, so they've already been renewed for another season, right? Season six. Uh, yes. So we definitely, gonna... They're coming back. Um, they're going to be minus a character. That's the final and... season, actually. So they were renewed for two seasons. They had this season and they were renewed for season six to wrap everything up and finish it. And I can appreciate that instead of just cutting it out right in the middle of the story. Right. So kind of wrap it. And it's, been, and it's been going for six seasons, a couple of different networks. Uh-huh. That- like, I'm sure we'll be satisfied with however they end it. Oh, definitely, definitely. I'm yeah. looking forward to the whole entire thing. I've just been loving it, so. Absolutely. So, uh, the first three episodes dropped early, um, like a day early this past week. And um, we took some time to kind of watch those. And they'll be doing the same thing they did with the boys, where they're going to drop a new episode, uh, like, just every, uh, was it Thursday? Yep. Yep, every Thursday. So, yay for that. So, we're going to break things down. First, we're going to talk about um, episode 501, Exodus. Um, then we'll do that second episode, uh, Churn. And then the third episode, Mother. So, and we promise you will not be here for hours. Um, like, we have a rule about that now. Yep, we're going to break it down <laughs> kind of fast, actually. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. So, episode... Um, 501 Exodus, uh, Rossi crew kicked off the season um, and they're all headed off on their own journeys uh, that will likely, it seems like, keep them apart for maybe much of the season. Uh, Holden is still very much entrenched with the proto um, molecular issue, proto molecule. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
Amos, uh, well, he's in my favorite storyline because he's headed home for Baltimore. Um, yeah, maybe not so much for, for Big Fun. Uh, some of you guys will know what I mean when I say that. I'm referencing something else. Big Fun, Baltimore, yay. Um, Bobby's uh, in a really, really dark place, and we get to explore that for at least the first couple episodes. Alex wants to re- reconnect with his family, but they're not really in the same place where he is. Uh, Bobby and Alex, they seem like they're set off, they're set for their own adventure, um, that continues some of the smuggling storyline that we saw, um, Bobby in, in last season. And of course, Naomi wants to save the son that we found out she had last season. So he's, uh, in some very grown up, he's in some very much, uh, grown up trouble thanks to his dad. So right. yay for the show being back. I'm excited. So mm-hmm. Brad, what did you think of Exodus? What was your, what was your highlight of the episode? I, my highlight was actually the fact that everybody was splitting up and doing their own thing. I thought that was a really cool uh, factor on it. Yeah. Because yeah, it, it's always been, the, the group's always been together, doing their own thing. And so right. they did that last season, right? So they went out mm-hmm. into the ring and everything was focused on the test colony that, you know, and everything that went down there. Mm-hmm. And now with this one, them coming back, we're seeing the impact of what happened in through the uh, in the ring colonies as to how this is affecting the rest of the you know uh, Mars and the Belters and Earth. They're all like, yeah, you know what? Hey, let's jump a ship and go to a better place. Mm-hmm. It's kind of what's going on. It's kind of really interesting to see how that how that takes place. Oh, for sure. Um, and like, uh, like the highlight of the episode for me was Amos. <laughs> uh, yes, like you, I'm, I was happy to see everybody kind of split off uh, for their own path this season, just to see where it kind of led them. Um, so yeah, Amos heading to uh, to Baltimore, and just like that, like that uh, scene where he was on the ship, where he's like, "Hey, don't talk to me. Do you snore?" just don't snore and like his expression like he's he's so soft with like older people <laughs> like when the older lady uh started snoring like in the middle of like him giving those guys the look right I, that was the sweetest and of course you knew what was going to happen when those thugs showed up like trying to shake them down for extra protection money mm-hmm. uh, like amos got to be amos and i, I like seeing him like do his thing but also trying to keep that under control oh, so yeah. i that's going to be a part of his journey that we see um, this season as well. I, I love this whole, you know, I had held my breath for two minutes. How long, how much damage do you think I can do to you in two minutes before the knockout gas takes me out? I'm like, right. Uh. <laughs> and then they're like, you know what they're going to do to you in the shower? He's like, yeah, I don't want to wait. I'm just, I love that whole part. Amos just being Amos was awesome. Yeah. Like he's so uh, chill, but still scary. Like when he went through that whole like monologue, like you just said, that should have been warning enough to those guys. Okay. Let's not mess with him. Right. And we don't even see the full fight. We just see what happens afterwards. I mean, literally in that fight, you see him like break the one guy's arm. Yeah. And then he's just taking a shower with the blood all over him. (laughs) And I mean, later when he gets off, he goes, they were all still alive when I left. They started. (laughs) That was so funny. And um uh, Ava was it Ava Sarala? Mm-hmm. Like I love um like that she told him just stay out of trouble. Right. You're not like, gonna I, kill anybody, are you? Right. <laughs> Calling her Chrissy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, only he could do that. Yeah. You know that. <laughs> Aren't you the Queen of Earth or something? Uh, <laughs> uh what else goes on here? We had uh 
Naomi finds out where her son is. Yes. So Fred tells her uh, where Philip can be found. And we kind of saw him like at the top of the episode. Um, Mm -hmm. Like we already knew that he was dangerous. His father's dangerous from what we saw last season. Um, But we had that science station where they attacked them. And of course, like they, they killed him off. Um, so why did they do that, Brad? Why why would they make that happen? Because they didn't want the station finding out about the asteroids that were being sent to Earth, basically. Right. And so um, they actually, they, they, they stripped out, I guess, whatever monitoring information they had mm-hmm. before they, they killed everybody. Like, that sucks. Right. I mean, just they took, they took them out just to find the samples of the, uh, so no one knew anything about it. Right, so uh, there would be no warning. Right, because they—that was the whole thing about uh, what's his name, Marcos, uh, doing the uh, the Martian st- uh, stealth technology on the asteroids because they were spraying, paint, basically painting stealth onto the asteroids to attack Earth. Right, which you know it shows them shooting out, and it's like you know, a couple hundred days before it is going to get there because they don't things take time to get there. Yeah, like it's not exactly rocket-propelled. And because of the stealth technology on the asteroids, all of Earth's uh, asteroid-finding platforms won't see up because it's stealth. Right, right. Oh, it's going to be a mess. (laughs) Yeah. I was waiting for that to happen the entire time. I'm like, okay, when are these going to get there? And I'm like, oh, no. I thought it would take longer. Yeah, it was hard to tell. It was a little bit iffy on the timeline of how long it was going on there. Right, yeah, but we did get to see like like the the, the visuals on the show are still very much amazing. Um, like that one scene where you had uh, Marcos just he had that whole kind of um, like holographic layout where he could see the traje- trajectory mm-hmm. and uh, like his weapons that he's aimed um, at the inners. Yep. Oh man! All right, let's uh, talk about Alex. Mm-hmm. So Alex, uh, we saw him trying to reconnecting with his family before, but now he's just showed up. Like apparently he didn't call. He, he didn't say, "Hey, I'm on my way. Is it okay if I stop by?" Like he showed up. Right. So do you think he scored points doing that? Oh no, not at all. <laughs> he didn't score anything. I mean, even when he talked to his son, his son's like, eh, "Yeah, we don't talk this way," because they've never spoken to each other like other than through messages. Yeah, like that, and like they had been apart for a very long time. Like when Alex could have gone home, like he he just didn't. Like he 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 left them basically. Right. And so as the, his ex said, "Hey, we've moved on." Like I guess you haven't, but we've moved on. And I figured like that was like the truth with her, but it really hit home um, with his son. Like his son is at a certain age where oh he's like okay cool I'm gonna go play though right. And like Alex is all like, I love you. And the kid is like, oh, uh, okay. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> Whatever, bro. I mean, like, that's not our relationship. <laughs> yeah. E- even when he met up with Bobby in the country western bar, uh, <laughs> which I felt was a way over the top with the saddles. Calamity um, Jane. <laughs> yeah. uh, even Bobby is like, you know what? You, you, you just need to get over it and be realistic. You've been gone too, too for a long, too long. You're out of this whole thing because she was a little on the uh, grumpy side that day. Yeah. Well, she's been looking for the black weapon, uh, black market weapons for uh, Christian. Um, you know because 
they think of getting ready to attack Earth and everything else. So I mean, they're right. Yeah, she's exactly right. She's the one person who can actually find stuff, and she's not finding good answers to everything. She's finding really bad things now that, you know, the other worlds has opened up and everybody's, like, ditching Mars and leaving. Because we saw that with uh, uh, Alex. Is He's walking downtown, and he looks up, and, like, going out of business sales were everywhere. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so as Bobby is doing her investigating, like you said, she's passing information along to Chrissy. And as we'll see, like in one of the upcoming episodes, um, like that information is not really being respected, though. Yeah, because no one else on the Earth Council believes that, you know, doesn't want to go look for stealth stuff. Doesn't want to yeah. listen to her. She's not in the same position she was in either. So. Oh, yeah, because she lost her election. Right. To Gap. And- so, yeah, that was like the major... Like the major points of this episode, like they were just doing everything to kind of, you know, set the pieces. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's take it back to Holden because we we haven't really talked to you too much about him. So we know he stayed um, he stayed on Tyco, right? Right, he did. Okay, so he stayed on Tyco with Fred. Um, he wanted to go with Naomi, but she didn't think that was a great idea. Mm-hmm. Um, like the Belters would hate him. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, and the fact that she's connected and that she helped the inners as much as um like she did so she asked him basically to stay um like she had enough uh like a standing against her points against her mm-hmm. for when she eventually um connects with uh her old friends uh so he does he stays back which makes sense because he has his own um doings um so the this this party line has been that the proto molecule has been destroyed but apparently like that's not the truth. Like, of course, we know that wouldn't be the truth. Not when dealing with governments and things. Someone always has to keep some kind of sample <laughs> right. to weaponize on their own. Yeah, because Monica meets with him in the bar and tells him, you know, not on the record, but she's fully recording him that, uh, you know, there's news of the proto monocle being used by somebody, and she's wondering how they got a sample of it and everything else. That's where Holden's like, there's no one, there's nothing here. And then he talks to, yeah. So Fred's, you know, yeah, we might have some. It's our one thing that we have to deal with. And yeah, that's pretty much it. Don't worry though. We got this all handled. Sure you do. No one's after it. It's all good. They don't even know we have it. It's fine. Oh, totally. Like that's, yeah, (laughs) that's going to end very well in another episode or so. Mm Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so that basically, again, that set up everyone for what they're probably going to be working towards um, for this particular season or at least for parts of the season. Yeah, it did help move everything along there for what we know, because, you know, um, Holden now has to save the world again because that's, you know, his job. Of course. Do you think we'll see Miller again? I'm not really positive on that one. Okay. I don't think so, but I don't really think so. So, on episode two. On episode two. So, episode two was Churn. Um, in this episode, we got to talk more with uh, some Belter pirates. Mm-hmm. We had uh, Kamina Drummer and her new crew. So, uh, they showed up. We found out Amos's real name and uh, you know, a little bit more about his past. And I was very disappointed that you would show even futuristic Baltimore and not have any Old Bay. Like, if you had done that, like, I would have been completely satisfied with futuristic Baltimore that looked nothing like my skyline. Because, of course, it wouldn't. But there should have been some old day. I'm just saying. We'll talk about Baltimore in a second. Because I do have a question <laughs> on that one. But in our opening scene, we have um, 
Kamina, I mean, she's engaging with the pirates that were attacking <laughs> and tries to negotiate with them, but they're like, we're good. Well, I'm not going to try a really, really bad belter. <laughs> oh, God, no. Like, yeah. I mean, we're good. Like, it is the way like, they do it is awesome. Yeah, and she's like, I love the fact that, you know, she she talks at them, and they're like, we're not listening to you. And they had another ship coming that the other pirates had no idea about and just totally almost takes them out. Well, it does knock out everything, you know, because they launch at her, and they pretty much said, we'll, we'll blow you out to water if you don't like it, so. <laughs> but yeah, with Amos heading to Baltimore, I, I had this is kind of interesting on this. I, I like the fact that when you go to Baltimore, there are the overview that we had of it. There are no cars or anything like that. It's only trains and rocket ships, basically. Which I am cool with. Like that would make the most sense for me, especially with um, you know, cars aren't exactly friendly for the environment. Mm -hmm. So yeah, put everybody on a train or on the ship going out of town. But we didn't. They didn't try to do anything like okay, we need some like space aged, um, you know, vehicles or something like that. No, it's just everybody walking around. Yeah, which was nice because. One, it's just like, okay, it's a big city. Maybe they don't have to go anywhere. But also, you're not going to screw anything up by going that route. Right. I mean, it's all going to be good. Yeah, and you, you already set the personality of the place with what you're doing, um, like with the like the different types of personalities and the, the, the just like the landscape of it. Right. But so, they, it, it felt futuristic to me because, hey, you said this is Baltimore. It looks weird and kind of futuristic, so I, I'm there. It's but, fine. But they also said, you know, we're in Baltimore, and on certain shots of it, you see that there's, like, out in the bay and everything else, there's, like, remnants of buildings. Yeah. So the water level has risen drastically. We know this is because science. Mm. <laughs> and so that could be a lot of the change in how the um, skyline, how it affected the skyline also. Oh, so that would make sense. So it would be like if we were in the Jetsons, mm -hmm. but the water level had risen. Right. That's okay. So basically, currently your house is underwater, and <laughs> you're 25 miles inland is Baltimore. Right. <laughs> so it just <laughs> they kept, started again. <laughs> yeah, it just kept moving backwards the whole time. So that's kind of how I took it. And so that's, that's where we also find out that Amos returned uh, because he was uh, – Lydia, his stepish mother, adopted mother, or something like that. Yeah, that's what I felt like it was. Had had died, and that's where she yeah. runs across. He runs across Charles. Oh my God! Uh, so Charles, uh, Frankie Faison plays Charles, and he is one of my favorite character actors. Like he's been in so many different things. Where you know he's all he's one of those characters that's like off to the side. You remember he was in Fanchi? Uh huh. Yep. Yeah. Oh, I love love that actor. Um, so it was again interesting to see like a, a softer side of Amos because he was like uh, Charles, like yeah, Lydia passed away, and so um, she had this place for as long as she was alive, and now Eric says I have to go, mm -hmm. uh, and of course we later find out who Eric is uh, exactly to Amos. Um, now, but basically he was like, yeah, it'll be fine. Like you can stay, and. Um, of course, Amos goes out and he finds like one of uh, Eric's uh, 
young dealers. Oh my god, that scene, the crack, that scene cracked me up to no extent. <laughs> I was just dying because you know uh-huh. the 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 typical the typical kid who's like, I got a gun. See, and he Amos just literally pulls it and beats him down with it. <laughs> <laughs> now I got your gun. Now go do what I told you to do. We're friends, right? We're friends, huh? <laughs> <laughs> and the kid is just so certain that Eric is going to take Amos out. And he wouldn't have tried. If, if things had gone a different way, Eric would have tried. But I'm certain that Amos would have been fine. Mm-hmm. Like that one moment when the, where the woman is like, oh, are you trying to figure out how you're going to get out of here? And I'm like, I don't know how he would have gotten out of there, but it's Amos. He would get out. Right. I did like the fact that when the kid came back to get him, like mm-hmm. Amos dumps his drink out, puts the ice in the thing and hands it to him. Cause you know, put some ice on those, uh, on those cuts that I beat the crap out of. You with. <laughs> He's so caring. Yeah, so, in a way. Yes. In his own little way. He is. <laughs> uh, so Eric, uh, so apparently Eric uh, has, um, you know, taken over the city. He's basically the crime boss. And like the way that Amos came in, it made me feel like that Amos was the Baba Yaga of um, like this setting. Uh-huh. He's like the boogeyman. <laughs> He's like, you want it out. I, I let you go. And now you come back with a dead man's name. Like, okay. <laughs> yeah. We find out that Amos is not actually Amos. He's Timothy. He's, yes. <laughs> and yeah, and I guess this is kind of like his. He called him a brother, so I don't necessarily know what the relationship. Yeah, is. but he was also Amos is just like yeah, I don't know. Yeah, Amos is just like I don't want your stuff. I'm just here because you know the old man needs to keep the house. And like that's all he's like. Really, that's all you're here for. Like, that's <laughs> that it. it. That was it. <laughs> and we'll share a drink. Well, that and your bourbon. Yeah, share it a drink, and he just walks <laughs> off with a bottle. I'm like. It was, All right, so in that moment where Eric tries to test him, like, that gun totally was not loaded. Right. Um, but, again, if Amos wanted to kill him, he would not have needed that dude's gun, Eric's gun. Right, he could just run and across the And you would think he would know that. I, no, I don't know if he'd know that, because he's been gone for decades, right? So Amos Yeah, is, but even before... Amos was a badass. I know he was. I just think he became Tim- more of a badass after he left. Nah, he got more of a badass. Yeah. I, I I could get down with that. Or dude forgot how badass uh, our guy is. Right. That could be it. Yeah. You gonna learn today? Because I, I feel like that was too much. That was too easy for what they just did. Mm-hmm. And it's gonna come back around again. I don't. I just don't know how. Um, maybe it has something to do with some space rocks. Yeah, I'm not really sure. I don't know. But again, like one of my favorite storylines so far. Oh, I totally agree with you on that one. So um, Bobby so, is showing Alex the uh, black market weapon investigation. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. And, and he's like, whoa, saying, yeah, you can't get this stuff. She's like, yeah, I'm totally getting it because everybody in the Navy is leaving and all this stuff is easy to get. Which yeah. kind of gets him so in to go talk to uh, this Admiral guy. Mm-hmm. Someone that Alex clearly respects and does not think is involved with the smuggling. Right. Because he is blinded by what is actually happening. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, Monica. She... Oh. Yeah, big thing here on this episode. Monica sends the message to Holden that, you know, she has he has uh, proof about the proto-molecule, right? 
And mm-hmm. he's like, yeah, I'm not interested. And then he's like, okay, let me go up and talk to her. <laughs> he can't even stay out of it for nothing. I'm just, mm, there you go. Well, his crew is going. He's got to be kept busy in some way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he has nothing else to do. <laughs> uh, he gets up to Monica's room, finds out it's all been trashed. Uh, uh-huh. Finds her phone, tells Fred they have a problem. Finds some blood in the room. And that was kind of interesting thing. Because like the other episode where she was trying to record him, like they said, oh, look, she has a recorder in her eye. Uh-huh. It makes more sense on this episode when <laughs> he said, what if, what did Fred say to him? Something like that. How did he press? He did something in that, in that her camera came up on screen, and Fred asked him what he did. He goes, "I just pushed a button." He's like, "Is that how you live your life, or something like that?" Is just pushing buttons? Yeah, <laughs> because it's like I just whatever. What's it do? I don't know. Don't push a red blinking button. <laughs> yeah, don't do that. So we find out that's that's how Mon- they find out Monica is alive somewhere, trapped in a cargo container. Mm-hmm. And uh, worded wise, if you are trapped in a cargo container and you try to get out, uh, you may break the seal and almost try to die. Well, and, but she did that purposefully because that's how they found her eventually. I don't think she did it purposely. I think she was just trying to get out. I don't think she knew she was in space. That was the whole thing. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, because I thought Holden had some, said something about that that was smart of her to do. Right. That is how they found her because, you know, yeah. the, the escaping atmosphere and stuff like that. But it was very close because Fred was oh, tracking yeah. them on the thermals. They found the wrong container first. Yeah. And then we're able to find the next one. So, yeah. Yeah. No, because she, pre- she was pretty much done. Like, her oxygen was completely out. Her She was dead. Um, and it was pretty cool. They used hyper, was it hyper oxygenated blood to bring her back? Yep. Like, Immediately that she came back, but like I guess they put the blood in her system. Yes, because that's kind of how you gotta revive people in space, I guess. Yeah, because I was like, that's not real, Brad. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say, yeah, that's how you revive people when they're um <laughs> they're dying when they no, suffocate. My last space battle. That's kind of what happened to me. <laughs> there we were. We got hit. Yeah. You ever seen a shark size? Oh, never mind. Never wrong. Shark size. <laughs> What else happened in this episode? Uh, Gao's an asshole. Okay. Um, so we had that meeting that took place between Gao, Christian. Um, there was another person who, I don't remember that person's name, but it, we also had um, Delgado, um, who works directly under the new secretary. So Gao. Uh, he used to work directly with Christian, uh, but I guess now that someone else is in power, he can't do all the things with her um, that, that they used to do. Like her, like her power, of course, is hampered because she's not in that same position anymore. I thought it was super disrespectful, like how Gal was just not really paying any attention to anything that was happening in that meeting at all until Christian kind of kind of started to talk about different concerns that she had, and she basically, you know, batted her her down, and yeah. I hated it. Yeah, you can submit your stuff in writing if you don't like it. Right. Uh, she's a jerk and thanks to her ego like some very bad things are about to go down Mm -hmm. because she actually asked about the theory about um, Marcus uh, Marco attacking the science ship and you know they got to like 53% is what they thought the possibility was and yeah they just kind of said yeah whatever we're good 
Yeah, so it's like in those disaster movies where you have someone saying, hey, XYZ is about to happen. The Earth is about to freeze. And people are like, oh, okay, whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. The Christian church had to tell you, but you wanted to be Billy Badass. Mm-hmm. Yep. Now, one of the things on this episode that happened at the end of it that I'm really mm-hmm. curious about because I did not... Yeah. Amos, before he's leaving, sends a message to Chrissy saying that he's going to leave Earth forever, but first he needs her to arrange a meeting with someone. Yeah, who was that? Yeah. We didn't see. It, right. It, it didn't come up in the third episode, so we're yeah. left going, eh, who's he going to meet? So, question for you. The woman who we, who we kept seeing like his younger self with, that was his mom or was that Lydia? That was Lydia. Okay. And, All right. and yeah. I feel like she was trying to teach him like what he's learning now or like having that self-control that has eluded him before. <laughs> right. And anything else you got for this one? And I think that's pretty much everything for that one. Um, oh, so we didn't really talk about um, like this new character because I don't remember him like from the past couple of seasons. I think he's a new character. Um, so Bull, um, he's a belter. Uh, he's actually the head of security operations under Fred. So he's the one, um, when Naomi was talking, um, to Bahia, Bahia is the, the actress name. The character is Sakai. So Sakai, um, they said her character is gender flipped of, um, William, William Sakai from the books, Mm -hmm. but Sakai is actually the one who has fixed up the Rosinante, um, like from all the damage that we saw last season. So we saw them in episode one of this particular season. She was the one that was talking to Naomi when Bull pulled up saying that there will be no more special treatment uh, for the Rosinante, even though they are heroes. Leave them alone. They get all the free stuff that they want. They've earned it. Right. So that's the one who had been working with Holden. And I'm very I'm very suspicious of him. Like, I, I wonder if he's in on the stuff that's going on with the pruner molecule. Oh, I'm with you on that. Okay. Because I keep looking and giving him the side eye. And I had wondered if maybe, um, what was the reporter's name again? Monica. Monica. I had wondered if she was maybe somehow involved until she almost died. Hmm. Um, but, you know, like people can like pretend that they were kidnapped for certain XYZ reasons to get trusted with certain information. Right. Yeah. So, but no, then that's not really what happened. Because, again, she almost died. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's everything that happened in the second episode. I'm very glad that they dropped all three. <laughs> oh, yeah. Almost like they had dropped all of them, but I, I I don't think I have time to binge the entire show right now. Yeah, I was happy they dropped all three of them. I was like, yeah, this is great. Oh, Discovery's yeah. on. I got to watch that too. Okay, hold on. Exactly. Like, just enough. Like, there are so many shows out right now. I don't have time. Um, I, side note, I did watch a series all on Netflix, all in one day while I was working, called Alice in Borderland. Uh, if you see it, when there's no character named Alice in the entire thing. Two, it's probably really not that worth it to watch. I'm just saying. I mean, yeah, when there's time. Yeah, it's, it's there, if you if you need to watch it, it's decent and kind of interestingly weird. Yeah. But, yeah, it just, yeah. It's all dubbed, too, by the way, just so you know. Oh, no, I'm down for that. Yeah, so, anyhow. <laughs> <laughs> Side note. That's the stuff I look forward to because it's actually good. <laughs> yeah, if I can, if I can binge through it in like one shot, I'm I'm usually happy. All right, cool. 
Okay, episode three, mother. Uh, oh, it, it was a mother for sure. Mm-hmm. All right, so in episode three, um, aptly titled "Mother." So we didn't get any Naomi um, in the second episode of the season because we got her all here. Um, uh, she has uh, made it uh, to her son, to Philip, uh, and she uh, gets in contact with some of the other Belters who I guess she had used to run with way back when. And what do they call her? Knuckles? Or the guy calls her Knuckles? Mm, yeah, something yeah. like that. That's, that's his nickname for her. Um, so the one chick, I, I, don't, I didn't get her name, but the one who ended up shooting all the other people um, when they attacked the science ship. Um, like she is not a fan of uh, Naomi, and I wonder if it was because um, you know the fact that she abandoned Philip alone, or mm-hmm. the fact that she left them all. Like, because I get a feeling that Naomi was close with all of them before she left. Um, but she lets them know that she's there, and there's a parent. Well, there's you know we know there's a bounty on Marco's head, and Naomi's afraid that that bounty is going to get her son killed. So she um, manages to convince um, one of them to let Philip know that she's there and she wants to see him. And she does. She gets to talk to him. And that entire encounter is completely awkward because honestly, there's nothing that she really can say that will make like what she did right. And she knows that Um, he's of a certain age where he had like looked for her to pop up and come get him or come see him at some point. But he's been under his father's influence for so long and just away from her for so long that like he wants no parts of her, I guess until the end of the episode. Cause um, she tells him that she wants to get him away and that she's got, she, she, she purchased the ship just for him so that he can go and make a new life and she'll give him money. Um, so he pops up and she's initially happy to see him, but that's not really good because uh, she gets knocked out. He takes the ship with her on it. Yeah, he, he she's the mom now. He, he tasers his own mother. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and she got tased a couple of times, mm-hmm. quite mani- maliciously. <laughs> and he's like, "Yeah, she's coming with us." So some bad things are about to happen uh, with Naomi on board. Yeah, she has a brand new subplot going on with her. Yeah, and again, I I love it. I appreciate it. Can't wait to see where it goes. And whether she can win her son over to her side. Mm-hmm. It doesn't seem like it right now. Because he is very much his father's son. Yeah. So, well, that's that's going to be a long play out. We'll have to see how that one works out. Mm-hmm. So, Drummer uh, finds Asford's ship. Uh-huh. Um, can I... I was having a little bit of a giggle uh, on with Drummer's two ships, the Motang and the De- DeWalt. Whereas I was wondering if there was a Makita somewhere also. <laughs> DeWalt's the router that I have on my CNC machine. It's a DeWalt router. So I just, I thought that was hilarious, but that was just me. It was an end joke. It was an end joke. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah it's, it's a big thing. Um, so they, they find Ashford's ship and they bo- everybody boards on there and they're trying to find out where the backup data core is and everything else because everything's been taken off the ship. Mm-hmm. And... They need to uh, find it because he would have a backup somewhere. You know, there would be more than one data core. And Drummer also tells her entire career that they're going to go find Marco uh, next with the big bounty on her head that will sustain them for years. But more or less, she found that recording in the airlock. Remember, for Asher got spaced last year. Mm-hmm. And he was doing his, song, his singing of, you know, 
here I going to the gallows or something like that, the, the death mm-hmm. march song. And that's the part that really kind of hit her on the emotional part that she wanted to hunt down Marco's because she was originally asked to go with him as his XO. And she mm-hmm. said no. And that's the whole thing that kind of, you know, has the whole thing. It's like, Drummer is going after Marco for his personal, and it's not for money, but she kind of says, she, she tells the crew it's, you know, for the money, but it's clearly how she wants to attack it because she has a bottle of bourbon that, or was it whiskey? It was Irish whiskey or bourbon, one of the two, that she and Ashford agreed to drink when he returned. Mm-hmm. Which leaves her wondering if she would have went with Ashford with a bottle have already been empty, or you know what would happen because she hasn't really grieved for him yet, and it's a big thing. Mm-hmm. And later in that entire thing, Drummer concedes that going after Marco is not her fight, and that's when she opens the bottle and says, "You know, I'm done. We're cool. We don't have to do this." But I still think she's going to go after him. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I feel like she's going to go after him and, like, she's going to end up in Naomi's storyline. But they do have three ships now, so they have, like, this mini armada going on. Right. Which is nice. <laughs> and let's see. What else do we have? Monica reveals the footage of, uh, shows Holden and Fred the footage of the violent killing of the scientist. Mm-hmm. She believes that the, one of the scientists there has been taken hostage because he's one of the guys who worked on the protomolecule. I think his name was like Paulo or something like that. Uh-huh. And he's she thinks she's been taken hostage by the uh, Belters. And yeah. yeah, and Fred decides to set a trap because uh, her kidnappers don't know she's gone, um, like from like the container, basically. Right. I mean, it's a good reason to do it. I mean, they can just hold up everybody. I got a little suspicious of the fact that, you know, when Fred asked her if she saw the people who took her hostage, she said no, but, you know, her optics weren't clear either or some crap like that. I'm like, how did yeah. you miss the people that took you? I don't know. But she said there were at least two that she fought off. So, so I don't know. I guess a- it depends on how they knocked her out. Because we saw what later happens um, oh God, what's it, with Alex. <laughs> and there were only two of those, those guys. Right. But they also tried to find some of the kidnappers that took Monica, and they're already dead. So there's a lot of conspiracy theft going on with that whole Monica protomolecule thing. Yeah, I mean, and you you can see that happening for how big um, and dangerous the protomolecule is. Right. Oh, totally, totally. But again, this is where I don't trust anything that Bull says or does. Like, I feel like if um, Fred is in there saying whatever his plan is, for real, for real, Mm-hmm. Bull or somebody is going to be leaking it. And I want Fred to be on top of that, maybe right. leaking some false information and waiting to see what filters out. Right. Uh, Alex met up with Emily there, the uh, woman working under the Admiral. Oh, yeah, Lieutenant Babbage. As she was uh, trying to get some information to him from him about, you know, <laughs> what happened with the protomolecule and stuff like that. And Alex is like, yeah, how are you doing? And he's trying to get information. No one's getting anything. But small talk and flirting. I love Bobby prepping him for that meeting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's like, it's like basically flirt with her and get what you need. And she's going to be doing the same thing. <laughs> uh-huh. 
And at yeah, she kept backing off with everything else. But in the end, she gives him a little kiss. As they depart. <laughs> but then we find but- out back yeah, as he's going back to his room that he's totally compromised because he's attacked and they inject him with drugs and he's like, Yeah, I'll tell you everything. <laughs> Do not tell Alex any secrets. He yeah. cannot withstand truth serum, apparently, or yeah. whatever that chemical was. I feel like Bobby would have been able to withstand it. No, I do, bad. too. But he does tell them he's looking into, you know, what the Admiral's doing with selling stuff on the black market. And he goes, oh, yeah, I'm with Bobby. <laughs> and, you know, as she's getting ready to get killed, uh, Bobby comes and rescues him. Yeah. And fights them off. Like, I thought Alex would help, but he, he does not really. Uh, he's just like, and oh, she doesn't need- I'm a flyer. I don't need nothing. <laughs> and so, of course, the police do show up to investigate uh, the, the robbery attempt. Mm-hmm. Yep, and they get taken off, which doesn't bode well because they're still alive, so they can talk. Yeah, but, like, who are they going to talk to? Because Bobby made sure that Alex did not say the real reason that they're there. Right. He was about to. Well, I meant the, the people that were trying to get the information out of yeah, no, I know. Yeah, yeah they're, they're not going to be saying too much either. Yeah. So the ending here, we have uh, uh, Chrissy receiving updates from the Admiral, where no one believes her little conspiracy theory that the uh, Belters are going to try to attack Earth. Now, so something did already come down because they realized, um, like, a piece of the asteroid, like, they found a piece of the asteroid, and it was um, coated in that cell. Mm-hmm. Um, what was it called? The stealth chemical. The stealth what was stuff. it, Brad? I, I forgot what the name of it was, but yeah, it was the stealth stuff. They, you know, they were questioning the one scientist on it. On right. How it blew up and everything. And yeah, she's, uh, hmm. Every, the operation's off. No one wants to believe her that they need to do anything. And she's like, yeah, she's not in control of anything anymore. Uh, I was kind of. It was kind of interesting because in the last episode, her daughter was there saying, you know, basically your husband misses you. You should talk to him more often. Mm-hmm. And then she leaves a message for her husband. And then right as she's walking away from that is when she gets the message forwarded from um, forward to her about from Marco. Mm-hmm. That um, drummer had sent to her, I guess, since it's because it's the same message, basically. And as all that's happening, that's when we see the uh, asteroid go whizzing by into Earth's atmosphere. And yeah, that's poor dude. We got dude out here just fishing. <laughs> was he fishing or was he fish watching? I thought that was the coolest tech. He was named. Like, I, I don't know if he what he was doing, but his name in the credits was fisherman. So <laughs> yeah, and like he was watching the mackerel, and as he as you're seeing one mackerel, two mackerel. And then all of them are kind of trying to run away. <laughs> yeah. All the mackerel are like, so long. Thanks for all the fish. We're out. Later. Peace Bad out, times man. are about to happen. And that's when the asteroid hits Earth. And it was kind of hard. Is it, where did it hit Earth at? I, I know they had a map on there, but I really didn't pay too much attention to it because of water rising and everything else. But, yeah, it's, it's kind of... Kind of, that's it. It's been bang. There's something landed on the earth. Yeah, and they're gonna have to listen to, Christ- listen to Christian now. She was co- she was completely correct, and there's more coming. 
And Amos is down there. Yes, he is. All right. Uh, you, you got anything else to finish this one off? Um, there was one line um, that was said by one of the Belters that I loved, and I wish we would all take it to heart. Um, the more you share, the more your be- the more your bowl will be plentiful. I can't say it like, like they do. Their language is so freaking beautiful. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I just I love that. Yep. All right. Well, I'm looking forward to next week. So. Oh, for sure. All right. Well, if you aren't there already, head on over to purefandom.com. Check out some of the other killer articles posted there. Find some of our older podcasts for stuff that we talked about. Uh, Van Helsing coming back <laughs> eventually. Winona Earp eventually. Uh, some other stuff. Yeah. Hey, 12 Monkeys. Watch 12 Monkeys. You got time, right? You're on quarantine? Watch yeah, 12 oh, Monkeys. Sure. It's a good quarantine movie. Show. It, it's what I say, it's very relevant. Yeah. TV show. Yeah, it's good. It's relevant. Watch it. It's fun. <laughs> there are also a lot of awesome Agreed. writers over there putting out some amazing work. Absolutely. Okay. And I guess until next time, Screaming Firehawks, uh, we'll chat with you later. That's it for this episode. Head on over to purefandom.com for more awesome content.